And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM, on this beautiful day. A good morning, NS3, Morocco, Seth, and Mando, the Delamba 1013. We're in the rock, rock, rock radio. It's a beautiful day. Uh, uh, you have a beautiful day. GM, GM. Rock radio. Rock radio. Rock radio. Rock radio. Yo! Yo, whoa, 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 we're so back. Speaking of bad electricity and Wi-Fi, Mando, your Twitter is rugged. I have to remove you from the speakers because you have the connecting wheel. Just as OSF was talking about Portugal's electricity, um, you know, Mando rugged the space. And we were still live on video. Shout out to the, the like 100 plus people who moved the video. We're still live. We're staying on video. Don't you worry. Don't you worry at all. But... We're so fucking back. Uh, we're so back. So let me, like, I need to... So, every- so, hold, so hold on, hold on. When it rugs you, it's Twitter's fault. But when it rugs me, it's, it's Portuguese Wi-Fi's fault. Definitely, definitely Portuguese electricity. I mean... It was, it was so I ironic. Mean, it was like, just as I said it, it just went. I mean... <laughs> I mean, look at your quality on right now on video and look at mine. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I got that sweet, sweet I was literally Canadian live. I was literally live streaming at the same time. How would it be in the Portuguese Wi-Fi? Bro, I got that sweet Canadian fiber internet. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, I'm just kidding. There's no fiber here, bro. And our telecoms uh, is fucking in shambles. And, and uh, let's not even talk about Canada. If anything, Canada's the worst. Uh, but uh, anyways, okay. I need everyone's attention right now. I need absolutely everyone's attention. I got rugged twice this morning, back to back. Mando Twit. That's three. Okay. Rug Radio. Um, you know, we're just we're staying true to the brand. I'm grateful to Twitter for keeping the brand alive. Two years in. I mean, no, sorry, one one year for Rug Radio, but uh, it's pretty wild. So anyways, we're back, so I need everyone's attention. We have a seal doodles coming in today. We had a bunch of doodles that set their fucking calendar invites for this. The set reminds us of the first one. So I'm gonna need everybody, if you love me, to go at the bottom right. Go to the space and retweet the shit out of it. That's all. I appreciate y'all. I wouldn't ask if they. I wouldn't ask if they love you, man. Like, just, just, just do it anyway. Just do it either way. This if is you, the if fourth you hate him or you love him. Do it. Fourth time is the charm. Oh my god! So let's try it again. Let me tell Julian Holguin too, because he's coming in on in five minutes. Yeah, he's on the tight schedule. Um, he's like, okay. I'm like, bro, it's so bad today. Um, Twitter shut us down three times, but we good. Okay. <sighs> we're good. We're perfect. But anyways, we're good? yeah, I think we're good. So Friday, uh, January 27th, 2023. Look at that. Another beautiful day, beautiful day. Sun is shining in Montreal. Yada, yada, yada. Jokes about Portugal. Jokes about Ovi. Okay, let's start the show. So <laughs> I'm just trying to retweet and like share again and everything. But anyways, today on the show. Today, today. Also, let me send you all these co-host invites. Hopefully, we don't get rugged in the process here. <laughs> today on the show. Today, today. Macro, crypto, NFT, daily summary. Uh, you know, uh, Mando, your your giga brain was always right. Always right. Look at East pumping, man. Look at those green candles. We love to see it. Uh, <laughs> make it up to him on the July. He loves that. <laughs> Chatting all things. Doodles to flow. Fucking mass adoption. Everything with Julian Holguin, CEO of Doodles, is going to be joining us in, in a few minutes. I guess we may start with him. We'll go over crypto quick, and then we'll come back once he leaves around 11.30 because he's got a hard stop. So it's just half hour. Uh, we'll talk like deeper market 
Um, apparently, some cool cat stuff, it seems. NFT world is running. There's a lot of things going on in the space right now again. Uh, and it's going to be a big February. So we don't have, uh, we definitely have a lot to talk about today. So we're going to have a debrief and talk about uh, post-Duro uh, CEO uh, uh, on the show. So um, anyways, 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 I'm out of breath already. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Daily Market Report. Brought to you by Rug Radio. What's the word? Hey, yeah, good morning, guys. It's um, pretty decent price action yesterday. I think we closed another 1% higher on the S&P 500. We closed 2% higher on the NASDAQ. And we're at levels now where we were in around August of last year. So um, we're just like at this resistance point, um, which we've tested, I think, maybe a couple of times, but it kind of feels like we're we're close to breaking through it. You know, we're above 12K now on the NASDAQ. We're almost at 4,100 of the S&P 500. So um, those are two big psychological levels that we seem to be testing right now. Um, in crypto, ETH seems to just like still be lagging. Like Bitcoin's at 23K, ETH is at 15.82 now. It did drop as low as like 15.20, I think, or maybe even 15.50 or something like that. So I don't know why, but ETH, ETH continues to lag. 15.50. Um, but for whatever reason, ETH continues to lag. Altcoins on the whole are quite strong. Like Matic's at 115. That's up maybe 20% in the last uh, 36 hours or so. Um Apecoin is very strong. Apecoin's at 6.3, so that's up another 6% in, in the last day. Um, so it's, on the whole, everything seems to be um, relatively strong and performing well. I think the... I know we keep talking about like what's the next thing to watch out for, and I keep saying payrolls. Um, I realize that the FOMC actually is on the 31st of Jan and the 1st of Feb, and the press conference conclu- is on the um, 1st of Feb, which is next week. It's next Wednesday, so... We'll get that before we get um, the payrolls number. And I think that will be important. If anything, I think the FOMC is potentially a, a, a short-term bearish event because pretty much every single time they've come out and they've said they've been max hawkish and there hasn't really been much more data that's changed for them to to say otherwise. Like, sure, inflation has come down, but we had the comments from Bullard post the PPI number and we know where they stand on that. And the labor market data and payrolls number um, hasn't really uh, uh, hasn't really come down. So, Mike, I don't know what they'll say, but I think given the big value we've had so far this year, I would view that the FOMC is potentially like a short-term bearish, um, uh, um, whatever short-term bearish like event. But so far, like every dip gets keeps getting bought, and I think this one. Um, is going to get bought too if that happens, and then we have um, we have payrolls next day. Wow, um, that that's sorry. I just, I just got slapped with some really big news while while you were you were talking about this. So I was like on video losing my shit. Uh, but um, no, it's just uh, Mike React texted me and he's changed his bio uh, Ovi, and he's now the CEO of Consensus Mesh. Oh wow. Congrats. Yeah. Congrats, Mike React. Yeah, it's just he just texted me huge news and sent me a screenshot of his, his Twitter. And then I was like, holy uh uh, you know, uh, you know, it's uh, wow. That's that's Congrats to Mike. Wow. Sorry. So hold on. So Mike's 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 CEO of Consensus Max, Mesh Loxy CEO of Rug Radio, 
Amanda is just just kind of a nobody in, in all of this. It seems That's now. so crazy. Don't worry, man. You'll have you'll have uh, you'll have your turn. You know, you'll we all we, we all we all do. We all do. We all have our turns. I mean, I'm happy to give you a, a, a title at Rug Radio. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's no problem with that. I mean, you can move out of the advisor, uh, you know, uh, position. But uh, I'm good. I'm you, good. you can be CEO of DGENs if you want. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I think I've got a 50 50 shot at that one. <laughs> She's so funny. So, yeah, I'm like, because at the same time, I'm also like texting Julian of, uh, uh, oh, no, did we get, no, we're not okay. See, of Doodles to make sure he got the right link. Um, uh, he's like, you can jump in anytime. I'm just telling him because it's been, it was, it's been such a mess uh, this morning. And, uh, but yes, Ovi, so 31st uh, is, when, the first, the first yeah. of January, first of Feb is the main one because the, the the press conference is over. Well, sorry, the FOMC meeting is over two days, but the press conference and the interest rate decision is on the first. I don't know, like, what the actual expectation is for the interest rate decision because, according to the Fed's, um, uh, like the plans they've laid out, there's probably like another fifty basis points of hikes left. So they may not like. They, there's a chance they may not even hike, given how far inflation has come down. Um, but my guess is the expectation for it is maybe a 25 basis point hike. And I think the last one was 50. So, um, so we'll see what happens. It will definitely be an interesting one, but, um, if, if like the last few months, if the last year is anything to go by, um, you just know they're going to be hawkish. And I think they're aware, they're aware, they're fully aware that if they say anything that's like remotely less hawkish or dovish or, um, you know, any any mention of a pivot or anything, like the market's just going to absolutely rip. I think that's not what they want to see happen. So, yeah, I guess uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, just quickly, not to not to not to bait and switch everyone, but today our special guest is coming in at this time uh, because uh, obviously he's on a tight schedule, and uh, but we're glad to be able to chat with Julian Hoguin, CEO Doodles, Julian GM. How you doing, Parok? What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Dude, vibing. I'm sorry for all the texts on the links this morning. You were probably in the meeting, like, yo, what the fuck is going on with Farouk? <laughs> um, uh, what has he smoked this morning? But <laughs> all, good, man. all good. I'm here. We made it. We made it work. We we did. We did. It's just that um, basically, I we got rugged three times. So not once, not twice, three times. The space is shut down on us. So this is the fourth try. So we think we're fine now. We're safe. It sucks because. I know Doodle's account and you guys uh, on your end had retweeted and shared and probably told everyone to come through. But, um, you know, we're here and that's all that matters now. So uh, glad to have you um, on the show this morning. Uh, lots of news coming on your front, Julian. I mean, obviously we had Julian on the show. I think it was, when was it, guys? We had Julian on the show in July. It was following NFT, NFC NYC, I remember. Yeah, like, yeah, it was in July. Like nine um, months ago or something. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, but obviously it's been a lot 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 uh of uh of exciting news lately julian um how's it been bro yeah man yeah good well it's good to be back on man thanks for having me and uh it's yeah it's been a pretty crazy six or seven months um a lot of exciting things happening obviously we're really pumped about you know what's happening in q1 of this year and then you know even further out into the year but um you know everything's everything's really starting to come together. You know what I mean? Like after the fundraise, even before that, it was really about, you know, pulling the team together, building infrastructure, setting the foundation of, uh, you know, of a real company, of a real business, and then, you know, ultimately getting to execution. So it's been, uh, it's been a ride. 
we uh, we obviously announced an acquisition on Monday. That's something we're incredibly excited about. A little more detail on Doodles too, what it's going to be. Um, you know, kind of how we're scaling there. So a lot of a lot happening in the world of Doodles that's been announced, and you know, even more that hasn't really been yeah. publicly announced. So I'm I'm pumped to talk to you guys about it today. Dude, so that's what we've been saying for a bit, right? Like all these the, the big, big projects like yours that have been uh, more on the quiet side for a bit, but you know, you have significant treasuries, and we know that you're building something. At some point, something will come out, and so this week it seems like it's like the influx of like uh, everything, right? And just happening in one shot. So let's start with like, I think we should start with like the acquisition, right? Like I think um, I'm, I'm sharing my screen on video for those of you who are looking at us live on video, which is this is uh, Julian's uh, Twitter. But you know, you guys, you guys acquired a studio, if I'm not mistaken, a pretty important one. Like, do you want to run us through that? Because I thought that was really cool, honestly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Golden Wolf is an award-winning and Emmy-nominated animation studio. They've done work for Disney and Fortnite and Adult Swim, Illumination. Um, you know, biggest, biggest, and best IP out there. Um, they're led by a guy named, uh, Inge Erlingsson, who founded the company about 10, 11 years ago. And what's really interesting about that studio is that they've been together for almost eight years, like the, the, the executive team, you know, a lot of the operational staff. So they've been a team that has grown together. They've gone, th gone through ups and downs together. And, you know, this is huge for us, right? Like, I think we announced last year at NFT NYC that we had a lot of ambition to grow the media division of our company and really bring Doodles IP to the world, right? Like, start to layer in character development, story, lore, all those different things. Um, and this, I don't want to say that this is the culmination of that. This is one of those steps. But a few months ago, uh, not even a few months ago, it was before that, but I approached Ingi about, you know, potentially joining forces and doing something really special um, because they have this incredibly unique style that's also versatile that can, you know, work with other brands and actually bring their unique style to the forefront. So the work that we did with them for the trailer at NFT NYC was, it was incredible. We loved that. Um, and some of the stuff that we're working on with them now, like it just became so clear that we work really well together. We believe in web three the same way we look at the world the same way and there's just a lot of synergy in um in their operation and, and ultimately where we're looking to go so what you're gonna what you can look forward to from you know the doodles and golden wolf thing is you know actually developing the the narrative around doodles and what the official characters are going to look like um more always on social content and brand building content you're going to look at more product marketing content um, you know, they're going to continue to service brands and um, they're going to continue to service brands like the, you know, the partners that they work with. So they're going to continue to operate. And then we're also launching a joint venture with one of their core partners called PSYOP. Um, and the idea there is to invest in artificial intelligence tools and other technology tools to actually disrupt the animation process a little bit, which is pretty time intensive and costly. So with AI tools and other technology, we can actually cut time out of the animation content, out of the animation process, which brings content to market quicker and ultimately creates things for a little bit cheaper. So we're going to be investing a little bit there with them um, and really just growing our brand and growing other IP that, uh, you know, that'll potentially live within the doodles umbrella as well. So wow. very, very excited. Huge, huge opportunity for us.
Dude, I'm going through uh through Golden Wolf's website and I clicked on like you know how they had you guys on there for like the campaign they did with y'all and at NFT yeah. NYC. And that's that's really cool. That one that's one thing you guys have always been very good with. And that's something we've shouted out a lot on the show, which was after South by. Uh where I guess I met you for the first time, right? It was South it was South by. Yeah, it was South by last year. Yeah, yeah. it was I think it was at like a fluff yeah. party or something like that. Yeah, something around there, and then you guys had the yeah. Diplo event. Um which yeah, is lit, yeah. but um, it was impressive the 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 um, the the event production quality. So Golden Wolf, huh? That's really cool for to develop the IP. So it's interesting to see a um a Web three native company right now be the per the one to acquire uh I guess a Web two company if we can call it that you know production <laughs> company uh which is really really sick. Um, I love to see that happening. I don't know if uh, Mando Orvi, you wanted to to to. To touch to, to to this the acquisition side because Ovi actually uh, he was writing last year earlier two years ago that we're gonna see a point where like it's gonna be like Web three natives acquiring outside and even Web three native to Web three native but I find that pretty interesting. Yeah, look, I think I think it makes sense, particularly bigger projects um, need to scale to the size that they need to be. It just makes it's just a quicker growth strategy, right? Like I I don't really know how. Some of the other major companies, like I don't know, like Uber have done it. Maybe they've hired in-house people, but if you already have a great relationship with a with an animation studio, then it just makes total sense, I think, to 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 do these sort of acquisitions. And it seems like it's a good pred- pedigree. So um, hopefully that, yeah, that that that's a, a smart move for you guys. Yeah, I mean, they're also like the it diversifies the business a little bit, right? Like, there's no secret that you know it it it's still a very niche audience web three and, and, and like a niche business opportunity. So bringing golden wolf on board opens up a brand new line of business for, for, for our company. Um, and it also acts as kind of like a pipeline, right? So like they're working with Fortnite and Disney and all these major brands through that arm of our company. And then they can funnel some of those partnership conversations into doodles and vice versa. A lot of the stuff that we're working on with, you know, some of the brand partnerships that are going to launch, like we can bring that work into Golden Wolf and we can actually like complement each other really well. But I think like the main thing that you think about is like, you know, Golden Wolf is going to be the one that is kind of leading on developing the long form for us. Right. So like, what does a doodles show look like? What does a doodles movie eventually look like? And then what is all the brand building content that lives in between that? Um, You know, like how do you grow our audience on YouTube? How do you grow our audience on Instagram? And for people that might not know anything about web three, they just really enjoy the Doodles brand. That's what we mean when we think yeah. about scaling, right? Like we want to be able to bring people in just because they love the content and they love the brand. And then in turn, we could start to educate them about around Web3 and then push them down. We like to refer to it as like a tunnel, right? So like top of, love that. not a tunnel, excuse me, a funnel, a funnel. funnel. Yeah, and then at the top of the funnel is a really easily accessible Web3 product that can just get them in the game and then they learn more about Web3, they learn more about Doodles, and you can push them down a little bit further for the stuff that might not be, you know, quite as simple of an onboarding experience. So that's, uh, you know, that's that's kind of the goal there with Golden Wolf. Wow. Well, that's, dude, fuck me, man. That's very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm really glad, cool, I'm man. I'm glad you think so, man. Yeah. I, uh... I'm uh I, I got lost even like just like on their website right now just like going through y'all's animation I just like the colors right like the rainbow stuff and all that stuff so I think it's really pretty <laughs> so I, I love that which leads me I guess like to the big news also right Doodles two flow 
I mean, you know, I know this has been uh, in the works for a very long time. Uh, Doodles, obviously, we were expecting something along those lines, given uh, Poopy's past and, and, and your teams. Um, and you're talking about, you know, with 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 the Golden Wolf to be able to reach a new crowd, a new audience, and growing outside of the Web3 you know, eco chamber in a way. And I can totally relate to that, Julian. By the way, that's literally the biggest step for, for us Web3 native brands uh, to make. And it's probably the hardest and scariest one, right? Um, <laughs> But do you want to talk to us a bit about Doodles too, and like and like the mission that you guys have uh, with that? Yeah, absolutely. So we we believe there's two tracks for Doodles too, right? Like two very specific use cases for the product, and and two very different audiences that we think are going to be interacting with it. For our current community, what we have found in the last year and a half year is they love to rep their doodle and they don't just love to rep their doodle as a pfp they love to take their doodle and move it around on twitter they love to layer on different artwork they like to create derivative artwork they really like to use their doodle to do all these really fun things on twitter that are either seasonal so like you know at christmas time like you layer on christmas lights right like i think um you know some of our holders actually provide some of that artwork and people adopt it and these things ultimately become memes within the you know within the community so like this whole idea of digital identity like people do associate part of their identity to their doodle and then they represent themselves that way on these social platforms like you've seen kind of like star engagers and like you know really prominent members of the community start to um, you know, kind of like unfold in the last year. And, and it's really, it's really special to see, right? So what we wanted to do with Doodles too was actually perpetuate more of what the community loves, right? Like I think what we've done a very good job at is like bring the community together via live events and then create kind of like an opportunity for people to connect and create real friendships once they, you know, once they leave those live events, right? So like, I think our community is extremely tight. And with Doodles too, for the current community, you're going to be able to completely customize your doodle with looks that like we're going to provide. Some of these looks are going to be driven by partnerships. Some of them are going to be driven by things that we actually, um, you know, implement ourselves. Some of them are going to be seasonal. Some of them are going to have high points. Like the, the entire experience is not just about customization, but it's a collectible in your pocket that you can constantly upgrade. And when we do, I like that. Yeah. And like people big time, I go to vibes. (laughs) Well, yeah, kind of like, it's actually, it's funny you bring that up because like, that is like, you're going to be able to use this thing also as an access pass into, you know, different experiences. Right. So like we're working on native integrations with social platforms that are designed specifically for doodles too. And the fact that these wearables are all on chain is really, it's a really special thing that really won't be understood until it starts to happen. Um, And like, I think I, you know, even kind of like setting the context for doodles too, and kind of like how we look at this space in general, right? Like we obviously, and I think everybody on this phone, on this line believes that, you know, digital ownership is going to win. Right. And digital ownership paired with identity is really where you can unlock kind of like a new mindset in the way that people actually engage with brands or franchises and things like that. So we know that the blockchain perpetuates digital ownership in a way that, you know, physical collecting of brands and IP doesn't, right? Like, you know, that there 
you know, you look at that, like Michael Jordan Jersey that sold for $10 million, yeah. uh, you know, a few months ago, or like that Kobe Bryant Jersey that's about to sell. Like people want to be connected to provenance. People want to be connected to moments. So they're willing to spend money when there's a narrative behind those things. And in the case of the Michael Jordan Jersey, like game one, 1998 finals, that ESPN documentary, the last dance came out like that moment was super hyped. So people wanted to like be connected to that moment. The problem with collecting physical goods is that like authentication, that stuff is not really scalable. It's not efficient. Like there are examples of people buying into fake goods all the time, right? Like, you know, that Logan Paul example where he bought that pack of first edition Pokemon cards for, I think, three or three and a half million dollars. And he got completely rugged. Like it, it, it was terrible. Good. Yeah. Right. Like so <laughs> I remember know, that. So- the blockchain fixes that problem, right? Yeah. The blockchain is provenance. Now, you compound that with the fact that digital goods are becoming more and more valuable to people all over the world. Like kids beg their parents to spend hundreds of dollars for digital goods on Roblox and Fortnite, etc. You bring those two things together, you really create a new mindset, a new way of thinking about IP. The problem with the identity layer that's attached to owning digital things is most digital goods only exist within certain ecosystems, right? So like if you have Fortnite goods, they only live within Fortnite. If you have Roblox stuff, it only lives within Roblox. The blockchain being able to connect multiple experiences where you can then take those digital assets into your daily life, that is really where we see a massive unlock and a big opportunity for people to rethink about the way they spend time with certain IP or certain brands. So imagine a world where you have a Doodles 2 character and I have this native integration with a social platform that lets you do something really unique to connect with your friends every single day. And you can customize it every single day. Then imagine we have a permanent in real life activation where that same NFT brings you into that activation and gets you something really special, right? Let's call it an ice cream shop or something like that, or a coffee shop. You go into the coffee shop, your doodle gets displayed, you get access to a secret menu, maybe you get free coffee, whatever it is, right? So that's two use cases. We have a mobile game in development right now. We can talk about that a little bit later, but you can use your NFT as an avatar in that game. Another use case that you can actually build your identity around. The more and more of those things that you can layer on, the more and more people that that bridge Web3 together, like live nation playstation youtube all these companies are actually working on it the more places you can utilize your doodle your nft every single day the more attachment that you actually have to that thing and then you layer on the fact that you can actually customize it and make it yours and really make it like part of your digital identity that's really where we see doodles to shining so from like a from like a daily utility standpoint that we think is a huge win and then moving forward like it's been no secret, we want to develop our brand to be one of the world's biggest franchises, right? So we have a bet going in music, we have a bet going in games, and we have a bet going in animation. And the game is being developed right now, the album is being developed right now, and animation is being developed right now. When all of that stuff is ready to roll out, and we're reaching millions of people, how do you bring those people into your collectible ecosystem? You need something that's scalable. You need something that's frictionless. And you need something that's more importantly familiar to people, right? Like that sign up with a Google, uh, sign up with a Google email address so you can onboard onto the Dapper wallet. Like 
that will let people into our ecosystem. And then they're going to learn a little bit more about the brand. Maybe they get their first NFT through Doodles. We think it's going to be the brand itself is going to be the Trojan horse that brings people into Web3 at scale. This could be the same thing at retail, right? Like yeah. you have a box of shoes at a Target, you open up the box of shoes and you in the unboxing experience, you get some sort of onboarding messaging so you can get your first Doodles collectible, right? Like you come in, you learn a little bit more. Shit, I want the thing that started it all. How do I get that? How do I work up to spending 12 grand on a doodle? How do I work up to not being that familiar with crypto? Like you have to get them in some way. And we really think that media, um, you know, that media angle is really going to be the thing that helps us do that. I can't unmute. There you go. Fuck, sorry. I've been talking to an institute. I'm trying to unmute and I close the app. So, Julian, you guys have a ton going on, dude. Holy shit. The mo- your mobile game, right? Is that something I just heard, right? Yeah, yeah. We have a mobile game. We, we actually kind of like sort of announced this at NFT NYC last year, mm-hmm. but we have a mobile game in development. That is going to be Ethereum-based. I think one of the biggest like kind of misconceptions with what was announced yesterday is that like Doodles is moving to flow. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Doodles- that's that, yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Doodles is launching a, yeah, is launching a product on Flow that will live within a suite of products in our ecosystem, and the like. The Ethereum product is still the original collection. We have the Doodle Bank, the Duplicator, and Space Doodles is living on Ethereum. So, like, there's going to be more information about what that looks like and kind of what the next evolution of that is soon. Um, you know, but we're continuing to invest heavily. Like, we're actually revamping the Doodle Bank right now with um you know with an outside consultant that's you know helping us bring like a new format together where we can make it not just easier to access funds but like more fun and kind of more engaging so like there's so much work we're doing across the spectrum right now what we're trying to do is create something that's super composable and fun with doodles too that's also going to actually help us scale and bring nfts to more people around the world that's pretty cool. And so just I know there's a thread already by uh by, by Jordan, right? Poopy on on, on why flow and, and everything. But you wanna you wanna talk to that, like why and, and how it's been partnering with flow on on everything you guys are gonna be doing um moving forward with uh, Doodles too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, they they've been they've been great. Like and I think, you know, from a historical perspective, like, you know, Rohan, Dieter, like these guys are OG web three, OG NFTs, OG crypto. And, um, you know, they, they're, you know, two of the more prominent people in the space and Dapper's done a ton for Web3. Um, you know, I know there's some criticism on, you know, on the blockchain itself, but, you know, there's no denying the impact Topshot had on Web3 and how many people it converted from other, yeah, from other channels into core members of the Web3 community. So they've, they've been fantastic. The, the whole, you know, reason why we chose Flow for this chain is because we really for this product is because we really wanted kind of like that familiar checkout experience and the opportunity to, I keep, I, I like using that word Trojan horse people into web three without them even knowing it. Like if, if we all do this right, the technology underneath everything is going to be invisible to the consumer at some point anyway. Like you don't go watch a video online and say, Oh, I'm watching this MP4 on the internet right now. Right. You're just watching a video. And I think that's going to be the way blockchain goes as well. So from the user experience standpoint, we just wanted to make sure like if somebody's listening to a song on Spotify that has a massive artist and it's produced by Pharrell, 
there's actually a conversion mechanism where you can get people into our collectible ecosystem and you can capture that top of funnel audience. So that's, that's really why flow was chosen. Um, you know, like the it's, it's been, it's been incredible working with them and it's, um, you know, we're really, we're confident in the product. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, doodles too is like the product that's like targeted towards people that are not within necessarily like this ecosystem, right? This is like your, your, the, the doodles that you, like what you're using in order to like, kind of like get into the, the massive, I'm mistaken. Right. I think that's I lot, something people, or what do you think? Sorry. Well, no, no. I, I mean, I would say like it's, yeah, it's built to scale, but anybody that actually loves the Doodles brand that's in it for the brand and for that is going to have a lot of fun with this product. Yeah. Like when you see the other thing that I kind of mentioned earlier about like provenance, that's going to be a really fun thing to track in Doodles too, because the same way, you know, and, and maybe it's not exactly the same, but again, like you have to think kind of like a Gen Z audience with this one. The same way that people want to pay for a jersey that Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan wore might be the same way they look at, oh, that hoodie, because it's an actual NFT, it's not just some Web2 app, that hoodie is a hoodie that Pharrell wore, right? Like Pharrell's doodle wore that hoodie. Yeah, see, I I was thinking about this last, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Provenance, like story, yeah. narrative, like, and that's again where Golden Wolf comes in with content to kind of connect mm. all of this stuff. Yeah, and see, that's that's something. So I forgot, I forget if it's on the night show or on the morning show, but it was one of the two. And I was thinking about uh, about how using your doodles because I saw Jordan talk about it. How the the OG doodle is going to allow you to sell traits, right? And they could go and look into like, wow, I want like a Nate Alex trait, right? Or like, or someone that's like within your community is big or just like one of the celebrities, like, I don't know, Diplo Pharrell, like you're saying, like they had this trait and I want it to be, you know, that's, that's interesting. How's that going to work by the way, for OG doodles? Do you guys, do you guys put more stuff out there? Um, and, uh, and how's that going to work? Like from an OG doodle standpoint uh, within the eco and like selling traits and whatnot. Yeah. So we're launching a marketplace. Um, oh, dope. yeah. So basically if you own, if you own a doodle, Mm-hmm. And you don't want to duplicate your traits, you can sell that right to somebody that has a duplicator that might not have a doodle. So there's a there's a marketplace coming where you're actually going to be able to monetize the fact that you have a doodle and someone might want to duplicate your traits. So that's coming, um, you know, as soon as the duplicator goes live. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I'm seeing it here. Don't have a doodle, no problem. So a duplicator marketplace. Wow, that's a. Uh... That's pretty cool. Damn, you guys got a lot going on right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> fuck, yeah. I'm like trying to wrap my head around this, dude. Because the, because I, I you know I, I remember uh, around the time that you came last on the show uh, is when you were minting the um the so the duplicate the Genesis box. There you go. Because you got the duplicator for obviously owning a doodle, uh, and then uh, you got you guys were minting Genesis boxes. Uh, do you want to talk to that perhaps and what's gonna what's gonna come next for for the Genesis boxes within the doodles? Yeah, hundred percent. So th- basic, like just to sum up the product experience, you know, Doodles Two is basically going to be a build your own Doodle tool, right? And that 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 thing that you ultimately build will give you access into a lot of different experiences, and it's going to have daily utility and in, in different ways that you can actually use your Doodle. Um, so when you create your own Doodle, you're going to be able to choose attributes like emotion, shape. Um, skin tone, hair color, things like that. 
And then you're going to be able to customize that doodle with unique wearables is what we're calling them. And wearables can be hats, shoes, jackets. Um, you know, eventually you're going to have gadgets like, you know, accessories and, uh, you know, headphones, other, you know, other kind of things like that. Um, so each of those things will be their own unique NFTs. Um, and, you know, th this is going to be an everlasting product, right? Like it's going to be a thing that we, that we continue to invest in and continue to build. So what the duplicator does, which got airdropped to all doodle holders back in May, is basically take traits from the current original collection and duplicate them into what are essentially first edition wearables in the Doodles 2 product ecosystem. So they're the first wearables that are ever going to be introduced. They're seeding the entire economy of wearables. So we believe that if the brand scales and this product is successful and there's you know, a lot happening with the brand you know, one day, these wearables are going to be really important to people because they're kind of the thing that launched Doodles 2 and they're a homage to the original collection. Um, so that's happening next week. And then... Whoa, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's happening next week. Duplicator's getting activated. Nice. Um, yes. Next month, the Genesis box is going to open and that is going to basically introduce like what are kind of for lack of a better term, second edition wearables in the Doodles 2 product ecosystem. Um, and those are going to be wearables that, again, you can layer onto your Doodle, um, you know, and they're, you know, like you should see the stuff that like Scott and Golden Wolf have been designing. Like it's like, they're, Must they're be incredible. Insane. Yeah, they are not bound by the laws of physics. They are like <laughs> fun and Doodles and like everything that you that. love about Doodles like totally got like, like the style has evolved. Like it's, it's honestly, and, and you've seen some of these sneak peeks on Twitter, like we yeah. released some stuff, mm -hmm. but they're incredible. And then people that have like rares and, and some of the things that like, like just some of the art that's coming out of this, uh, out of the duplicator and out of the Genesis box is going to be so fun. It's going to blow people's minds. Um, so anyway, Genesis box opens. Damn. Joel, don't so anyway, me. <laughs> don't, yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be great. So anyway, <laughs> no, I just, there, there is a lot going on you're not wrong and in the in the duplicator and the genesis box there are these things called um you know beta passes so yeah. they're going to get you access to private beta um there's about thirty three thousand of them and in and with that thirty three thousand, there's only you know twelve thousand unique holders of doodles nft assets uh -huh. so you know think about accessing a beta pass like you're, you're going to be able to sell those nfts for other people that want to actually come in to the doodles 2 ecosystem so there's a little bit of value that's been delivered in that like we're not monet doodles is not monetizing the entry into doodles 2 we gave that right to our holders and i think that's really important like you know when we talk about like extracting and nothing for the og holders like yeah this this I mean, is like yeah no you, know, you get to onboard the new people into our ecosystem um so so anyway that, i mean the og that, holders are getting something right like i i because from my understanding like and that's some from something i picked up from a poopy reply to somebody else who was hating on on the announcement is like the og holders get to sell their traits and stuff like the, that the og so, holders yeah i mean the first of all the duplicator was a free claim back in May. oh yeah i remember that um i yeah, don't mind and that and now you know and now like the marketplace you're going to be able to actually sell the right to duplicate your doodle, um, you know, so that, you, you know, like, I think that should be valuable to some people. 
Um, and you know, yeah. And then like once March rolls around, that's, um, you know, March, early April, like where it's a little fluid, but that's when you're actually going to be able to start equipping, uh, your doodle with wearables and creating that kind of like final, like customized, you know, build your own doodle type of, uh, experience. And then after that, there's some really in, in that time, there's going to be a lot of other announcements that are, that are pretty, pretty exciting stuff, but, uh, we're not ready to talk about too much of it today. All right. I mean, no, we were, we were, we've been talking about you guys a bunch because Amanda was pointing out early Jan, we were talking about Feb and early Jan was the same doodles made an announcement about February. So it's really cool that it's coming right away. Like Feb, you guys saying next week, as early as next week is when um, this is all going to start coming out. And then I guess last thing, you know, Julian's, I want to talk about the recent hires. I've seen a lot of different, you know, people tweet about being hired. Um, obviously, Austin Hurwitz has a great show that we present at Rug Radio uh, uh, with uh, with one big idea, his podcast, right, which is super cool. Shout out to Austin, super kind dude. So I was so happy to see he joined you guys on the biz dev level of Doodles. So I thought that was really cool because, like, you seem to have hired within your community, and you have vocal people on on on, on socials and stuff. And I'm seeing you know them everywhere, which is dope. Like. I don't know if you wanted to touch on that, different hires that you guys have had at Doodles and what's going on, you know, behind the scenes, because you're the CEO after all. And so, you know, Poopy, <laughs> Evan, Burntos can talk towards all the fun Doodles thing and this and that. But I like to chat with the operators behind the scenes, too, and see how things are rolling, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of the goal, like setting yourself up to scale a company, like you really need to have the right foundation. And so much of the foundation is just people. And we announced that we were putting a bunch of roles on the market back in September and, you know, we, you don't just hire just to hire. You hire really slowly because you need the right people because making bad hires, like, it has a detrimental effect on scaling a business and it takes a long time to correct a, a bad hire. So we've been really careful about who we want to bring in to the company and we feel, we feel great about how it's actually evolved. Um, we do try and look to the community. I mean, our community has some of the smartest people in the world and the fact that we're able to actually tap in some of that knowledge and that passion for our brand um you know right here at home like that's that's incredible so like austin coming on board was obviously a massive win for us yeah. and you know i think the community should look at it as a massive win for them too because he truly is like a champion of the community and really wants like you know he, he brings community first approach to every single thing that we do so he definitely does hell yeah yeah and that's you know and, and it's awesome and like we hired um so we just hired a head of finance and operations that's starting next week. We hired a head of brand marketing that's starting in a couple of weeks. And all these people come from like, you know, Verizon, uh, Twitter, Gallagher, like, you know, we're top, top uh, companies, top people. Um, so we're going to continue scaling and, uh, and really have this, uh, you know, we really have an incredible team that is going to lay the foundation for, you know, the next few years of growth. So we're, we're really pumped about the way this has all evolved. Yeah. Can I can I um ask a couple of questions? So I, oh, yeah. I, I saw that, that if you use your duplicator, it becomes a, a beta pass. Do you have any like details about maybe what that would be? And and also for for like the for the people who are maybe um you know not thrilled with the flow move, like what percentage would you say Doodles is going to be mo- most of these be on 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 flow versus like on ETH kind of going forward? Like how how do you see it? going forward um between the two of them sure so the duplicator is going to create first edition wearables and doodles too so it's going to make the first wearables in the product experience and it also comes with a beta pass 
that will give you access to private beta, uh, which is coming in sometime late March, early April. Um, so the beta pass is ultimately your ticket into Doodles 2. Um, so does that answer th that question right before I jump into the next one? Mendo. He's on here on video with me. Oh, wait, he's muted now. That, that he, makes sense. Oh, that makes go. sense for me. Cool, cool, yeah. And then as far as percentage, I don't really want to give like a, like a percentage or anything like that. But what I can say is, you know, Doodles 2 is the only product on Flow as of now. And we have the duplicator, the Doodle Bank, and the original collection. And what I just announced in, you know, the actual Space Doodles game, that's four products on Ethereum. So I really do want to stress that doodles is not abandoning ethereum we actually sincerely <laughs> believe in it don't go and you know like the like and the other way to think about the original collection is like even though the, your doodles two characters are going to be a way to onboard the masses and there's going to be a lot of utility within that like the original collection of doodles is going to be our black card right like you're going to be able to get a much different experience and you're going to be treated very differently in our you know, in our entire ecosystem by owning an original doodle like that, that needs to be clear. Right. And like, I love, I like giving this, uh, this comparison, um, you know, or this parallel, do you, like, do you guys know Rayo's like the restaurant in Harlem, the Italian restaurant? No. What is it called? Rayo's it's, it's R A O. Okay. okay. So you've definitely seen the pasta sauce on, uh, you know, on supermarket shelves, but the analogy, that, and it, for anybody that knows about this, like they'll, they'll really understand the analogy, but Rayo's is basically like this restaurant in Harlem that is impossible to get into. Like you got to be Jimmy Fallon or Jay-Z, or you have to have Damn. a table like that, like was grandfathered to you from your like father or grandfather. Like it is, it, it's old school. It's been there for almost a hundred years. It's in wow. this tiny little corner in Harlem and it is like the best vibe ever. Anybody that knows what's up knows. It's not like, going to Soho house or going to places like this, like, <laughs> this is like, OG as, this is as OG as OG gets. So, but like, if you're a normal person, one, you might not even, you probably don't know about it too. Even yeah. if you did, you cannot get in. I've only been once and I'm pretty, I, I would say like in relative terms, I'm pretty connected and I've only been once. So, um, so my point is like, yeah, it's really hard to get into that kind of experience, but Rayo's has, frozen pizzas. Rayo's has sauce that you can go buy at any supermarket. Like they've scaled, right? They've scaled their brand. They have the restaurant in Vegas. They have the restaurant in LA. Neither are as dope and as exclusive as the one in New York. They've maintained that brand and how awesome that really cool niche experience is while they were able to scale and have a lot of people experience at least part of the magic that is Rayo's. Like, the pasta sauce in this analogy is the Doodles 2 product. It's going to be the thing where everybody can experience part of the Doodles 2 universe. Everybody's going to have fun with it, even people that know how to get into the original collection because it's built for them too. You're going to love, if you love the Doodles brand, you're going to love Doodles 2. If you're just trying to make a profit on Doodles, you know, it's a it's different, different story, right? Like that, that I'm not going to promise anything in that, in that regard. But if you love Doodles and you're down with us and you're down with what we're building, Doodles 2 is going to be incredible. That's what I like to hear. Uh, Percy speaking, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if, um, 
if uh, Mando and, and Novi have anything to else to add or ask here, but I think that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty solid line to to, to end on here, uh, Julian. And uh, <laughs> so, and oh, and actually, I just looked at the time. Look at this; it just ticked eleven thirty. That's crazy. You're right. On. Did you did you time this sentence? Did you time nah, the mic drop? Maybe, maybe. Dude, I'm, dude. Farouk. I'm cool if you want to bring like some people up to ask questions too. Like I'm not like. I, whatever you guys want to do, I don't know how you normally end the I show. Gotta, but... I have a question for you, Julian. Go on, Jazz. Um, yeah, so like I, I'm not a Doodles holder, but I would love to be a part of it, right? Like, and you know, I'm I'm involved with our ecosystem. Like, how how would somebody who is not an OG holder approach getting into it? Do I need a duplicator and a box? And like, what what? How do you get started if you're not a, an OG holder? So, I mean, you could get. You could get a duplicator and then pay someone to duplicate uh, their traits into the original collection. And like that will get you a beta pass, which will bring you into Doodles 2. You could get a Genesis box and the Genesis box will come with a beta pass, which will get you access into Doodles 2. So those are really the two easiest ways. And there's no guarantee like when we open it up past that amount of uh, past that amount of beta passes, like. I think the other thing that has been misconstrued a little bit is like we're going to aimlessly kind of expand supply and just let anybody in the world get in as soon as we want. Like that we're not going to increase supply until we know that there's real demand from things like a bigger media presence, music, live events. Like there's a semi-permanent live event thing launching this year. We'll probably increase supply a little bit to onboard some new people. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the Genesis box and the duplicator are probably the easiest ways in. That's a great question. Um, so, so um, I brought. I mean, since you said it, Julian, I thought you had a hard cap. That's why I was like, eh, you know, maybe I need to uh, start. Um, um, start. Um, you know, uh, I forgot transitioning. Transitioning yeah. uh, out <laughs> no, of this, I but, but I, I couldn't find the word. But I did bring. But since time. you asked, okay, perfect. Well, since you asked, and and literally, I saw two doodles immediately request to speak. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna bring the doodles up. So, so I brought go. Cappy. I brought I brought Cappy and Ninu uh, uh, up on stage. So I'll just go to Cappy first. That was the first doodle I brought up on stage. Cappy, good morning, GM. Do you have a question for Julian? GM, GM. Wow, so so thankful to be up here. Um, just really enjoying the spaces, Julian. I love the rouse analogy. Uh, killed it with that. Um, but I, I gotta say, I'm I'm a little. Um, I'm a little stuck still on the beta keys um, just because I'm not like a gamer tech guy. That's kind of a new expression to me. Um, so I'm an OG doodle holder. I'm still holding four doodles, four dupes, four Genesis boxes. You know, I'm like riding it out, loving the vision, loving, loving it all. But I don't really understand what the beta key is, how I use it, how many I need, what, what the value is to me. Um, should I be holding them, selling them, whatever. Um, so maybe you can just like elaborate a little bit more on how those beta keys work uh, for someone who's not like super techie about that kind of thing. Sure. Sure. So wearables are coming, right? You have your wearables and you're going to have your pass. The beta pass is going to get you entry into the doodles Two ecosystem. So if you have wearables and no beta pass, you don't get entry into the ecosystem with wearables and the beta pass. You have everything you need to take part in private beta so that that's what the beta pass is it's 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 your ability to actually enter private beta and private beta is like not 
I don't want to call it the testing phase, but it's like the initial rollout of Doodles 2 um, that's not going to be expanded for some time. All right, I think I get that. I, I think it's also one of those things you kind of need to like see it all unfold and actually start doing it before you uh, before you totally get it. Um, well, you know, you one, know when one you other... have like a, you know like when there's like a American Express presale to a concert that you want to go to and you need a code or a card, the Beta Pass will be your card. It'll be your code. And and so I'd only really as an individual only need one, and and the rest are kind of just like there that's, to share. That's that's kind of up to you how many people how many like you know how many people do you want to uh you know to kind of like take part in this right like i have you know like you know there might be like more people than just you that you actually want to get into the ecosystem but yeah i mean it's it that that's that's a relative question right that's like kind of Got up it. to the person that uh you know that's using it one uh, one other small question, kind of personal. Uh, I gave you a pin of my doodle at NFT NYC in the uh, Genesis factory. You still got it? You got it pinned oh, up on anything? I didn't even make the connection that that was you. Yes, I still have the pin. I love that pin. I love nice, that. nice. <laughs> All right, man. You where's uh, my well, pin at? I, I got one for you. I got plenty. I'll, I'll okay, uh, cool. throw a pick up. Um, <laughs> really appreciate it again, all you guys. It's been a great spaces, and uh, keep on rocking. Thanks for coming up, Cappy. Thanks for coming up, Cappy. Oh, no, we got a boomer in the house. God damn, this Bitcoiner is trying to come into our Web3 spaces. Uh, How old are you, fool? <laughs> What's your age? What's your age? Guess my age. Booty. Guess. Ba based on your behavior, you're 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a great one, Dad. Uh, so, just <laughs> <laughs> Who's older? Who's older, you reckon, Faroko or Udi? I'm actually 28, Udi, um, but I'm I'm quite a child. You're right. Um, you're absolutely right. I'm gonna go to just quickly <laughs> after this. I'm gonna go to Nino real quick. Nino, do you have a question for Julian? I'm gonna go back to you. Udi. Yep. Thank you, and uh, sorry in advance for the French accents, which, by the way, give me the opportunity to to tell you that I hope uh, I'm gonna meet you at uh, NFT Paris, Julian. And uh, I would love. Allez les bleus. Yeah, and Farouk as well. <laughs> we, uh, I hope you all uh, you, you will all be here in Paris, and don't talk about the World Cup, please, Farouk. It's still painful. No, you can talk about the World Cup to Osef and Mando, right? Because we beat the English, right? That was a really good ah. one. That was a great yeah. game. Yeah, great match. But it's okay. <laughs> uh, definitely see you in NFT Paris. But <laughs> <laughs> now I just wanted to say first, I'm super glad to know that uh, OG Doodles. We are like a very valuable pizza now. So it's an awesome news first. And the second thing I wanted to ask is about, we already know that the wearables economy will be also uh, provided with the other threats than just artworks. So it's been mentioned that, for instance, uh, clips of music will be added uh, on the Doodle, on Doodles too. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Like, is it, uh, linked to the Doodles upcoming album? So music won't be in private beta. Music will be a separate rollout, but the intent is to integrate music into the collectible experience. Uh, we're working on what that looks like from a technology perspective right now. Um, but music is very much going to be linked to this product because music is probably the biggest short-term opportunity we have to scale. 
And what, like what I've been saying this entire time, we want to have a Web3 experience that can capture that top of funnel audience that music will ultimately be. So again, if you're listening to a song on Spotify or you're watching a music video on YouTube, it's racking up a ton of views because it's with major artists that you know and it's new music. Um, you know, how do you get those people into our collectible ecosystem? And that's really what, that's one of the best use cases of the Doodles 2 product. So, um, so music is definitely going to have a material impact and, uh, and synergy with this product. Great. I love it. Thank you, Julian. Absolutely. Great question. And yeah, we will see you in Paris. Julian, you're going to NFT Paris? I'm going to NFT Paris. I'm going oh, to fun. hang out with the Golden Wolf team in London a few days before. But, Me too. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I not with it. Golden Wolf, but I'm definitely going to be in London uh, for the two days prior. Um, oh. You should do the Eurostar we'll together. Ovi yeah, and I are taking the Eurostar on the, on the 23rd. So well, are we. There we go. No way. Let's <laughs> go. Let's have, a, let's have a party in the Eurostar in the morning. Uh, uh, on the tw- uh, that's what we're, we're aiming for 23rd um, and uh, uh, London, Paris and Paris is going to be fun we've got some we got some cool stuff going on so I'll, I'll keep you in the loop for sure um, oh, yeah, but awesome. yeah Paris is going to be a, a vibe uh, I mean Julian um, you know don't want to take too much more of your time here I think uh, you answered a lot of good questions and uh, it was really awesome to, to catch up with you um, and I'm really grateful that you came on a, on a quick notice. That that was really fun to be able to have you uh, with regards to all the announcements you guys made because there was a lot to unpack. Like there's so much going on right now in your ecosystem, which in two tools too, duplicators, Genesis boxes, beta key, and then I know the album that you guys are obviously there's something coming up there and the game and everything. So I think it's really cool that we're able to kind of unpack that and break it down for uh, for people who you know wanted an update. So I think it's awesome. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. One, one more quick thing I wanted to clarify because I don't Give think it I us. did a great job of like the beta key and what it actually gets you. Like, yes, it's access to private beta, but like think of it as you being able to claim your username, right? So like you're going to be able to get your username. Think of it like ENS, like, you know, the people are going to want the username and doodles too that they want. And, you know, the good ones are probably going to go sooner than, you know, than later. Um, you know, so that is hopefully like a clearer picture of what people are going to get with, uh, you know, with the beta pass. So other than that, Farouk, thank you for having me, man. Um, always a great time and look forward to doing this again sometime soon. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So thank you, Julian. appreciate you. Good luck to you, to Doodles, of course. Uh, you know, we like to see uh, some native teams do big things. So absolutely love that. Thank you for coming this morning. We did, um, we were joined, uh, you know, most recently right now I'm seeing by Udi. Udi, what's good with you, bro? Man, amazing. Amazing. I, I'm so happy that NFT NYC is coming to Paris. It's so cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry for my jokes. I'm still learning. I'm still learning Web3 humor. Yeah, I mean, I saw you host a space yesterday um, with with Billy uh, about Web three, and that's how I found out about McDonald's' wag me tweet, uh, which uh, which <laughs> it brought which, a lot of happiness into your day. It, it did, it did, uh, it did tr- bring a lot such of happiness. A great guy. Yeah, really he's a uh, he's pretty funny. Uh, he's a uh, he's a great guy. He's funny. Uh, but Udi, what is uh, what's going on with Bitcoin? I mean, the other day you came on the night show and you told us all to max long Bitcoin. And to leverage my 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 family's house on it, um, yeah. and you said that Ethereum is going to zero and Bitcoin is yeah. going to sixty nine thousand well, dollars. On let's, top let's of look, that, 
Let's so look at what happened. Let's look at what happened since then. So Bitcoin <laughs> is sitting literally at the highs, literally like <gasps> inches away from the highs. Meanwhile, ETH is, I don't I know, know testing, testing gravity. I don't know yeah, what's know. going on over there. Yeah, it, it's over. It's really over. So I think it was a pretty good you, call. You, you, call him, you call him victory already, Udi? You think it's over? It's over? We might as well just pack it all up. I would, if you're holding ETH, I, you might as well pack it all up. Yes. Yeah, just... <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> but let me ask you something, Udi. Do you have a seed phrase? I had the seed phrase. I so no you don't use seed phrases anymore? Control over my seed phrase. Damn. Yeah. That's uh that's pretty wild. So No, but seriously, you must have noticed that since I've started talking <laughs> about this, every single week you've got like a world class expert who loses his entire collection. You you must have noticed that. I mean, yeah, I've, it sucks to see, right? But um, but that, that has been a, that has been uh, going on. Do you a think lot. it's a coincidence? <laughs> are you saying it's your fault? Are you saying that you are the reason behind all these people losing their assets? Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look at the timeline, okay? Because I start talking about how self custody tools suck, and how no one no one knows how to manage their keys correctly, and no one knows how to manage the wallet correctly. And immediately, every single leader of this industry loses their entire stash. Just look at the timeline. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm definitely looking at your timeline right now on video because we're on video <laughs> sharing screen. And I'm definitely looking at yours. Me and internet dog lover Billy are hosting a space tomorrow. Why is Web3 so cringe? Are NFTs cool regardless? How to not get your wallet hacked? How to make Twitter better? And then dogs. Um, and so I, I listened a little bit yesterday. So Udi, let me ask you. Um, why is Web3 so cringe? I think we, so we had the conversation for two hours. What's the TLDR? Billy, Billy, Billy is the um, co-founder of Dogecoin, for anyone yeah. who doesn't know, which is absolutely hilarious. And um, it, they had two co-founders. One of them seems to hate Dogecoin and crypto and then life itself. But Billy is not that guy. <laughs> Billy is pretty cool. He's funny. So anyways, we talked about how Web3 is cringe. And, and I think that the message that we arrived at is that it's our fault. Like, it's it's us. We're, we're the cringe. We're just cringe people. I think if we weren't that cringe, we wouldn't have been attracted to, to Web3 to begin with. So I think, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say cringe. I guess it's just a, a pool of, like, a bunch of just, you know, weird crypto OGs and a bunch of internet kids that... Are just all on here. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, I suddenly understand why video game, like why gamers hate Web three so much. It, it just it's just annoying and cringe and disgusting. And we're just really? terrible people. But but you know that's the best we have. That's who we are, and we should embrace it. So like, yeah, we're we're cringe, but that's you know we're not getting any better. Is my point? We're gonna stay cringe. So let's embrace it. Let's, I, I'm I'm down to embrace the cringe. I'll embrace the cringe um, because I, I, I like this uh, this pool of people we're in. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like this, like, chaotic. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm never going to leave. I dysfunctional think family vibe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you know? you, I think if, I think, you know, people like us, we're still stuck here. We're, it's, it's, it's for life now. We're yeah. not going to leave. We, we found our, we found our group of, of cringe and, and, and we're staying. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, speaking of uh, speaking of Web three, uh, speaking of all that, I mean, we didn't have the chance to 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 do our li- little roundup, Mando, uh, with regards to NFTs because we got rugged three times. So that's four space we started, and then, uh, and then we had to, uh, and then we had to to host Julian. Uh, and, and I see we got a, you know about 15 minutes left. Uh, but you know, Mando, we can go through it if you want. Yeah, we can go through it if you want. I mean, it's it's basically just been the sewer passes. Everyone's just going nuts. For this them, shit is right? crazy. Like we're now- they just keep going. I think it's it's compressing a lot because I think, um, I mean, it's getting a bit out of hand, right? Like, there's just so many pro is gamers it? now playing the game. Um, I mean, that's good, right? That like, I think it's good. Yeah. I, like, I, it was interesting to see. Like, the reason why I thought that, even when we had the Doodles, we said Julian on. Like, I remember why. Also, I really liked that event for for Doodles yeah. is because there was that that you no know, queue around the around the block kind of atmosphere about it like everyone wanted to go and that's kind of what this feels like there's so many people now getting involved um and maybe that does ruin the experience and that's kind of what tropo was saying yesterday but um you're seeing that big compression now between like the tier one passes which i think pro gamers can get like really high scores on and um and the tier twos and tier threes tier fours still seem to be going decently high like um, I think they're nearly at eight ETH now yeah. for a tier four pass. So I think someone posted that they've uh, tier, tier fours. I think flipped something like Doodles. They flipped a ton of different projects. Um, I don't know. The one thing I was thinking. I mean, now I is that if it's eight ETH, it's over Moonbirds, clones, Doodles, and it's over everything, over right? A lot. It's, but, yeah, D gods. I mean, so do you think? What do you think happens here? Like, what do you think the next stage? Because we know there's going to be many evolutions of this game, and do you think it's going to be a burn mechanism for those NFTs, or do you reckon they're going to have apes, ongoing bro. utility? Mecha apes. I don't know what it is, but you know, it seems like people now are speculating on like this tier one floor is no longer for a game; it's for a mecha ape um, because the game's is out of hand. Like, there's people so good now with this shit, and there's pro gamers involved, which I love to see the streams and stuff, which is good for the brand. But I don't know. Man. Um, I I don't know, but. but- do- I guess this is why I'm trying to work out the different prices because, like, if if it's not a burn mechanism and these passes stay outstanding, then I think tier four, the higher tiers, can be worth quite a lot because they probably won't drop as much after the claim, right? If it's a burn, then that doesn't really matter. But if if you hadn't played the game, do you reckon you'd buy a rare that somebody else spent all that money playing or not? I Maybe. think so. I think it's just going to be like people will. Yeah, I think you'll just. I have just don't like, know. Um... I just don't know. Like that's the that's the important question here. Is that like, is it worth? Is it worth getting a super high score? Will that that concept of value be? Re- I don't think it will be as strong as it is right now. That's basically what I'm trying to say. So it's it's just it it's just interesting to think like what the next stage of this is really going to be. Is it really that the tier ones you just want to get a mecha ape, or are tier are the like the tier four is really going to be that much more valuable than than like the floors i have no idea uh honestly i have no idea how this is going to play out what's going to happen if they've been so good at like being extremely like cautious at like talking about it and this whole summoning shit and whatnot i don't know what the fuck is going on but it's gonna I, it's gonna be really cool like I, I don't know it's just like uh, I think it's. Great. I think it would be cool. I'm just. Yeah. I mean, this is clearly what everyone's focused on, right? Like yeah. everything else seems quite quiet. There's obviously some um, adi- open editions which are, are going wild at the moment, but in terms of collections, it's just this. So I do think it's worth like yeah. going through and 
I just remember when the mutants happened, right? You had the M1 and M2 mutants. And at the start, the M2 mutants traded quite significantly above the M1s. And then they massively compressed over the course of like that next week. So I don't know if the trade is to like sell your 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 tier fours here. Um, like, will they be worth two two yeah. X? I, don't know. I mean, where do they trade now? They trade like 80s. two and a half X. Where seven seventy nine. Yeah, so so it's quite a big difference now. So I just don't know. Like at, when those then convert to a new NFT, does that mean that um, does is that is that disparity justified but then the other part of that is it probably is justified if it's not a if it's a claim and not a burn because i think if it's just a claim and these nfts remain outstanding then i think tier fours will always trade at a higher level to tier ones right if this is like a multi uh like a multi-stage game where these tier passes are important over a course of different mints then i think that's important then 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 that stays. It's wild, dude. Three ETH fucking thing. What I, again, uh, you know, haters in disbelief. Uh, like, absolutely, their weekends are done, shattered. Their Friday nights are absolutely fucking ruined. Yuga Labs managed to do 25,000 ETH in volume in a week on these fucking sewer passes. That's 1,250 ETH in profit off the royalties alone on top of the ape being, all this ape being spent. I don't know if you guys saw, they added bundles now. You can bundle up your power packs and boost and all that shit so you don't have to spend just two ape coin at a time. You can spend unlimited ape coin pretty much and like buy a bunch of boosts so it lasts longer so it's not every t- 10 minutes. You re- so again, like micro transaction wise, it's just going to like speed it all up. Um, that's why I was down for uh, a bit maintenance yesterday. Uh, so they've been running this shit pretty smooth. They're crushing it. Um, and I mean, cause you guys bought back at the right time. That was crazy by the timing wise, but, um, it's, uh, it's pretty wild, um, to, um, to, to see, uh, you know, this, uh, perform this high scores now to are insane. Are you guys seeing this? <laughs> like this is some, it's some cr- oh, you're muted, man. We can't hear you, uh, but it's some crazy stuff. Are they over 600,000 yet? I, I, I saw it's 600 and something, bro. It's like six, like it's almost 700K, bro. Like, uh, here, hold on, let me mute this. Wow. It's uh, right now the leaderboard I, is, um, dude, and there's still 11 days left, bro. So I got in contact with the manager of the person who's who's got the top score and the third and fourth score. It's 717. <laughs> uh, what? It's you, 717. Wow. Look at this. I'm sharing my screen wow. there. Look at that. That's insane, bro. Look, this is my little 100K is like bullshit. You know, like it's like a joke. <laughs> Dude. So you got in contact with the That's managers. Cool. Tell us more. Are they going to play for Canary Labs or are they coming on the show? No, I, I got in contact for them to come and uh, come on the show. Can they like stream live while we while we talk? That would be sick for like a whole week. I, I, I'm trying to make it happen. I think next okay. week I can try and make it happen. Make it happen, man, though. What, make it happen. What's your high score? My score is shit. My score is 118, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm trash. But I need to boost my stuff. I, I, I bought ApeCoin just no, he for asked, that. He asked about your high score. What's your high score? <laughs> <laughs> um, Udi, are what you, you playing Dookie Dash? 118. No, no. 118,000. I don't know. Are you not playing Dookie Dash? I don't own a video Bitcoin. game machine. Yeah, Bitcoin just look Dash. at my Bitcoin. Well, guess what, Udi? Just look at it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> Body Yacht Club did outperform uh, Bitcoin, right? Over the last uh, since Bitcoin's bit apes been launched, or the board apes have been launched, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. Or am I? No, but 
Bitcoin totally outperformed by by going up two uh, percent since Board Apes launched. So definitely outperformed. <laughs> so you know, if if you had um, you know those tweets like if you bought Bitcoin like in whatever you'd have this like if you were selling Bitcoin for Apes you know a year and a half ago, I think you'd be looking pretty good, Udi. What do you think about that? I mean, I would, I would still be bold. I, I don't see the difference. If that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, think, think of all the seed phrases that have been hacked over yeah, that think period. Of all the seed you know? phrases. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Yesterday, you, yesterday Udi, yeah, we, you just he, need to go to the Discord and ask people to send you their seed phrases. You don't need to actually buy it. <laughs> oh my god! What what else is what else is going down though, oh, Amanda? There's a big there's a big February coming. I mean, did you see the Digi Gaku Digi Villains? Man, there was a free man. Sorry, that point five ETH. That that's a Gabriel Layden thing. It was absent for forty hours. Made a big comeback on Twitter. We know he loves his Twitter, so he he's pretty active usually. Uh, there's the Super Bowl coming up uh, where they have their free mint of 10,000. Uh, that's going to be in the middle of an ad. You have the sewer pass that ends on the 8th, but then there's a summoning on the 15th. So we're really not well, done with that. We have the doodles dupli- doodles next week, uh, Julian said. So that's very early February because February 1st is Wednesday. So if you said next week, it has to be like, what, between Wednesday and right, a few days after. Um, fuck, like you have, I mean, our mint. I mean, you know, less than ten days now for the Rug Radio PFP mint with Corey. So that's gonna be that's gonna be pretty wild. Um, you know, I just uh, I kind of agree with what you and Ovi said when you were hosting it two days ago. Like, I see a lot about Dookie Dash, and then the vast majority of my timeline at the moment is open edition stuff. Like, it's yep. going wild. Uh, I think that new artist Lascal, he he's Lascaux. doing two open edition. Wow. Um. It's just a ton. There's just a ton right now. Um, I st- like I said, I'm still not a huge fan of it, but that seems to be dominating my timeline just as much as any collection stuff at the moment. And memes, memes as well. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Marco Moroni. I think he he was uh, announces the next artist for that. Dude, did uh, you see that fucking the- Dirty Robot Works meme that just opened the three ETH? I mean, this is like it's it's actually crazy. Like, there are some people in there that have been like avid six five two nine followers forever because you know he has like his following and his niche and everything. Like, it's actually uh, it's actually crazy. Like these people, fuck, I keep losing after like two hundred points. I'm like, don't even look at Dookie Dash at the same time. Sorry, uh, but <laughs> it's it's just like it's it's actually it's it's actually wild. Like the value that's been put back into this. Like, yeah, dude, it's actually insane, and it just keeps on going. It keeps on going. No signs of stopping there. Uh, February is probably going to be very strong. I mean, how long does this last? You know, how long does this all last? I'm not talking just about 6529. I'm talking about the whole thing. Oh, I forgot Blur drop, of course, mid-Feb. So Feb is going to be crazy. Like, next week is going to be, I think, I, I, personal opinion, but I think next week is going to be fucking nuts in NFTs in the whole, like, month. I think the next month is going to be big. Like, I think this, um, the Yuga Labs mint will probably kick off a ton of, uh, hopefully, new entrants as well. But um, it'll just kick kick off a ton of volume. You've got the Blur airdrop first week of Feb. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if the, 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 the meme stuff, um, or like now that so many people are doing similar. Things um, I don't I I just don't know how that that develops from here, but it does feel like open editions are having having their moment at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I I personally like to see it, of course, and I like that they're cheap, right? Like that we, they were talking this morning about 
I was on the Nifty portal with Nick and Pure and stuff, and we talk obviously when you talk open edition, you talk Nifty Gateway a lot. But I feel like the difference here is like Nifty Gateway always were like really expensive, whereas like most of these open editions are like actually like free mints, ten dollar mints, and stuff like that. So it's not like you know, it's it hasn't been just it hasn't been like crazy. Fuck. Uh, sorry, but <laughs> it hasn't been uh, crazy here. But if I'm looking at the DJs. Um, DJ's tab. I mean, yeah, there was the, a kill call beast got a lot of traffic yesterday because I think it was like the mint time or something. There was a, there was a, they had like an event. I think it was something around the, the mint or something uh, went on there. At some point, I'm assuming we're gonna, uh, someone's gonna come up and talk to us about 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 this stuff because it's it's actually been making quite a lot of noise. Uh, I'm seeing it on spaces a lot. Uh, and then yeah, of course the memes are still uh, at the head. Trump cards, Trump cards. Udi's favorite NFT. I heard Udi has a lot of Polygon NFTs, and they are Trump cards actually. Um, and so that's keep a, going. Forty six percent is that what it is? No, sorry, point forty six ETH, sixteen percent spike in Trump cards. Uh, this is huge, absolutely huge. Uh, and so you know, Trump uh, breaking records, breaking necks. Uh, look at that. You know, still, it's actually crazy. Is there a reason why there's so much traffic on these? Like, was there like some announcement? Because it's a lot. It's number seven right now on the twenty four hour. I, like I said, I think it's, it's something to do with the idea that he's that there's some talk about, you know, how Biden, they found all these files at Biden's house and then at Pence's house, which is going to be the main, I don't know, way to criticize Trump. I think the well, one of the main ways that he um, he like took all these documents that now that that's being slightly negated, that he might have a better chance in 2024. So that's all I can that's all I can read into that. This is so crazy. Um, who knows? This crazy. But yeah, uh, there was also like uh, the Cool Cats made this uh, weird thing. where uh, So they were on stream. Clown was streaming. Stream ends. All founders change their PFP. It's like the outline of a cat. And then this like trailer drops. And then this hashtag goes, where's Blue Cat? So there's definitely something going on there. I don't know what, but there's definitely something going on there. Uh, on that front, which is why there was the ten percent spike in sales, um, and then um, there Hearing is things. no. I mean, it's there. They're posting it. Like literally, they stopped the stream. Like they abruptly like stopped the clone stream, and then went and posted uh, the video, and then they all changed their PFP. So I don't know what the fuck's going on there, but there's definitely something going on there. Uh, I'm hearing that people are hearing things, uh, <laughs> and it's uh, so we'll see what the fuck happens there. But um, you know, if that pushes the floor up and gets my TV XPTV face picked up. I'm not going to be mad about it. Uh, and then um, what else was there? There was the NFT worlds. You talked about this last week, man. Though, but holy, did that run uh, since you spoke about it and 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 about ArcDev? I think you were mentioning what they 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 did recently. But that token also just went haywire. I think it was it did it. Yeah, it went above. It, it went above two ETH briefly. It went to like two and a half mm-hmm. even. Um, but then has retraced since. Um, I think when we brought it up, it was trading just above one ETH, right? So it's still been up since we mentioned it. But um, yeah, just pay attention. Maybe, yeah. maybe if, if he gets funding, I think people will get really behind that project again. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely uh, pay attention uh, to what's going on. This is not going on. But anyways, so damn it. I had even set a code for today. I guess there's 15 minutes left to pick up the code. But the show, you know, I know it's noon here. You can try the code doodles. D-O-O-D-L-E-S. Rock.fm forward slash rewards if you want to pick up your rock token. But if not, uh, don't worry about it because I'm going to be giving a whole lot today uh, on our town hall. So Rugby Town Hall takes place in three hours, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be chatting with Locks, of course. So the co announcement news uh, earlier this week. 
Um, we're going to talk more about the PFP Mint, which is happening in less than two weeks now in 10 days. Um, you should definitely want to pick up your Rugby Genesis NFTs before that. Yeah, after I saw four trades from Corey <laughs> that we'll post soon. And then, of course, more updates and Q&A uh, on our front. And, of course, if you opt into a rewards program, uh, by owning a Genesis NFT or membership pass. You can just, you know, I did it on video earlier stream again, but it takes two seconds to, to pick up your token. So lots of fun stuff happening there. Um, and if you haven't seen it, read it yet. Uh, Mando, I actually went and read the article last night that you that dropped yesterday during the, um, during the show. Um, it's really good. It's, uh, it's really good. Wow. I was like, holy shit. So definitely uh, give it a listen. Uh, not a listen, right? It's a read. Give it a read. I think I shared it a few times on Decrypt, but it's uh, a little a little uh, behind the scenes of rock video in there too. So we absolutely love to see it. But anyways, Mando Osef, happy Friday. Udi, Chaz, JC, everybody. You know, that was, uh, you know, the, the, the church bells are ringing here in Montreal, which means, you know, it's time to, time to pack it up. And, uh, and uh, I guess we'll see all starting Monday. Uh, for another dope week. That was week four already. Holy shit. Four full weeks on the show back in 2023. And I think all four weeks have been absolute bangers. And uh, we're super grateful to the audience for participating at all times. Again, if you're updated into rug.fm forward slash rewards, doodles is the passcode to your rug token. Because uh, the, and, uh, and yeah, I think, uh, I think that wraps it. Um, so we'll see you on Monday, 10 30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for another episode of Gem Web 3 on Rock Radio. Let's go. And it's a beautiful day to have a beautiful day. GM, GM. On this beautiful day. Good morning to Web 3 with Morocco, Seth, and Mando. Tune in live at 10.30. And it's all on Rock Radio. It's a beautiful day. Have a beautiful day. GMGM. Rock Radio.